Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's all go to the Patreon. Let's all go to the Patreon. Let's all go to the Patreon to get ourselves some ad-free shows. Over at the concession stand, we just added a new $2.50 tier for anybody who just wants to support the show. Along with supporting the show, you get free text updates and partial access to our exclusive Patreon Discord. Also at the concession stand, for just $5 a month, you can get full access to our Discord and a monthly exclusive podcast called Flight School, where Matthew and I review a TV show pilot that is voted on by our patrons. Thank you all for listening, and remember... To silence them cell phones. And thank you for visiting the SYFW Theater. Enjoy. This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. So, you finally watched Nort. I know I need to watch that movie, Mom. That's why I made this podcast. Matthew. Yeah, you said your name and then I say mine. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to So You Finally Watched a movie show review podcast where two friendos watch review a movie the other hasn't seen my name is nort my name is matthew and welcome back to so you finally holiday so you finally holiday watched a ganza part three three part <laughs> four, five actually part five we're into we're oh, into shit. we're into Christmas holiday season now third season fifth episode third season fifth episode Holiday, third holiday. Third holiday season, fifth episode. So, Matthew, you finally watched the 2000 hit film Snow Day. Snow Day by Nickelodeon Movies. And directed by Chris Koch. And written by Will McRobb and Chris Viscardi. You could stream this on Amazon Prime. You could be the next movie guy. Big balls. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can like the fucking trailer for this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, there, uh, yeah, there is in the trailer of this movie. Oh, so good, dude. <laughs> you sent me the trailer. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, because we we were gonna do Christmas with the Cranks, but like I just really I like that movie. It's probably one of my favorite holiday movies. But I just did. I don't. I was like, I didn't. I don't know if I want to do Tim Allen. I was like, I don't know if I want to do Tim Allen right now. Um. So I was like, and I like was just going through Amazon Prime, and I saw Snow Day, and I was like. It like unlocked a memory in my brain, and I was like, "Oh, dude, we we gotta watch." And it's not even necessarily a Christmas movie, but it's like it has the vibe. Winter time. It has yes, the sure. there's snow on the ground, mm. so it's Christmas to me. 
when I first looked, I I assumed it was gonna be like a Disney, like a decom type movie. Yeah. Which I mean, it is, but it's Nickelodeon. It was in theaters. Yeah. It was like that type of thing. It was Nickelodeon produced it. Yeah. It was the production company behind it. And it, were decoms released in theaters, or were they just no, on Disney Channel? They're just on Disney Channel. That's what I thought. I mean, I'm sure there was like. I bet, like, the, the Lizzie McGuire movie was, you know what I mean? But, like... Yeah. Or, like, I don't even know was High School Musical, because High School Musical was really popular. No, I don't know if that was I don't think theaters. it was, no. Mm. I don't think it was, no. Uh, but it was distributed by Paramount Pictures, and this movie's PG-89 minutes. It's a family comedy, technically. Um, you got me for a second, because I thought you were about to say, like, PG and then, like, an age... Like PG, some like you know PG thirteen, and then you said PG eighty nine, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> oh no, I'm just I'm just rattling facts off for you. Going fast, you're just talking so fast, I, dude. I'm from Illinois. We talk fast sometimes. But yeah, dude, this is a this is a weird. I didn't I didn't know I was nostalgic for this movie, but I've watched this movie a handful of times, dude. Just like it was always playing on Nickelodeon around Christmas. Hmm. And we only had like, we had 60 channels ish because we had like the cable that you got. Cable. Yeah. That, but not like, like a, not like a cable package, but just like, um, the basic cable. Um, yes. And there was like three kid channels besides the stuff that played in the mornings when we were at school. Um, GBS kids. Yeah. So it was just like Disney. Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, and I don't know if they do it anymore, but Nickelodeon Cartoon Network used to have, like, they would have, like, theme days where it'd be like, oh, it's all Halloween stuff, or it's all Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was always, it was always playing around this time. Because fucking Josh Peck's in it. Dude, that was so, he's like fucking nine years old or something. Uh Uh-huh. He's so little, and his (laughs) voice is so high-pitched. It's, he still sounds like him though, which is which is weird. <laughs> yeah. But uh but he's and he's like a side character. He has like ten lines probably in the whole yeah, he's not in it very much at all. The two main characters is uh Natalie and Hall Branston, played by Zena Gray and Mark Weber, respectfully. Uh, respectively. Um and it kind of it kind of jumps between them, but Hall is the narrator through the whole movie. I missed the fucking I missed the brother's name half of this movie. Really? And so I didn't know what his name was, and so every, in my notes I just called him Bro. I mean, most people call him Branston. So wait, a lot of people just call him by his last. Is that name. his last name? Yeah. Yeah. This guy, uh, this actor, also played Stephen Stills in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I've never seen that. Uh, yeah, I know, but like that's where I recognized him from. Mm. He plays like a a minor character. He's like an important character, but he's he's not the main one of the main characters. Did you have any initial thoughts with this besides the trailer? I guess you watched the trailer. I mean, be- besides the trailer that you showed me, yeah. I was hooked from the fucking narrator. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because I sent you with the trailers. I said pick one. And I watched the Snow Day one first, and instantly I was like, that one. I want to watch that one. I, I still watched the Tim Allen trailer, but... Yeah, I mean, I watched this with my kids, this movie. And Rowan liked, really liked it. It's a perfect movie to watch with your yeah. family. Yeah, the, the movie starts off with three kids 
throwing a snowball at a man, who we find out is their principal, and they pull a snowball out of a cooler that they saved from last winter. Dude, did you ever do that? No. I, dude, I did that. I, I made snowballs and I put them in my freezer in my basement fridge downstairs. Yeah. And then in the middle of the summer, I took them out and threw them at my brother. And he was like, what the fuck did you just throw at me? <laughs> He's like, where'd you get a damn snowball? <laughs> it was basically, it was like, um, cause it'd been in the freezer for like six months. And so it was kind of like just really, really brittle. Yeah. But oh, it was so satisfying. And he's he's grilling a steak because it's November, but <clears throat> or it's it's like yeah, it's November and it's still it's still warm or whatever, like, unseasonably warm. Yeah. yeah. And dude, also Chevy Chase is in this movie, which I totally forgot. Yeah, he's the dad. <laughs> he's the, also the weather weatherman. And there's a weird B plot with him that it doesn't need to be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> He's in a feud with a rival weatherman. Yeah, a rival weatherman. Who I wouldn't be the most popular weatherman. Have the highest ratings. What's his name? Here, I have it right here. Um, Chuck. Uh, no, that's the son. That's the kid's other kid's name. Chad something. A Chad okay, Simons uh, played by John Schneider. Sure. <laughs> And he's like, he's like wearing a skirt, and he's fucking doing like a hot, like a Hawaii dance. Like he's like, oh, this is saying stuff in Hawaiian, and like apparently the yeah, other, Chevy Chase is dressed up. He's dressed up, and he's pissed about it. Apparently, the other, um, the other people, like the other like newscasters and stuff, the news anchor woman and sportscaster in the film are real life news anchors. For the tele for that television station in Edmonton, Alberta. So nice. like they're actually like they're not even actors, they're just That's cool. <laughs> Actual weather guy. Yeah. Meteorologists. Which I I guess is acting because they're always pretending they know what's going on. <laughs> Sorry. My dad just says that a lot. <laughs> I don't fucking know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, one hundred and fifty years of of uh, uh, climate science. You can also, nowhere, like, apparently. the weather could just do what it wants. <laughs> yeah. You can predict, but, you know, you can't be perfect. Yeah, man. Because uh, <laughs> you're going to get is two to three days at a time. <laughs> uh, cutting, it cuts to halt, cut, Hal, uh, who is also the narrator, but he's talking with his friends about his love for Claire. And then he's the most popular girl in oh, the whole dude, city. Oh, most popular girl in the whole city. Yeah. but It's not even close. He, but he falls into the pool, and he sits on the bottom, and he's like, I was just going to die. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, he literally... That's what he narrates. I was like... Well, this... at first I thought it was like, is he going to pull a squints from Sandlot? Oh, yeah. But nope. Nope. But no. And I'm like, you, that's not even he that embarrassing. Him. You just fell in the big <laughs> But he sees an ankle uh, bracelet. He... That's got a whale on it. It's got a fucking whale on it, dude. <laughs> he just keeps it. Um, when, when when he gets home for the day, he finds that his sister is playing with his collectible toys. I guess real man. He, but he's honestly pretty 
gentle about it in 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 all pretty, yeah yeah i mean yeah like, he's like he's not like a dickhead older brother no like how much like me and my sister when we would that would happen to us when one of us had something uh she would just literally start punching me so mm. and i would just instantly be like you're fucking piece of shit give me that fuck <laughs> so like uh i think he was pretty nice <laughs> he didn't like rip it out yeah. of her hands he's just like hey please don't play with those they're collectibles. Yeah, they're gonna be worth money. But dude, um, but also when 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 we first are seeing the how with the in the, the swimming pool, he's like completely unhingedly obsessed with this girl. Oh yeah, dude. He's he... like he's like let's just say I know the exact number of times she blinks per minute. He is infatuated with this young woman. He's like she. She needs someone bold, fresh, and sexy, <laughs> like me. <laughs> I mean, he is so infatuated that, like, after, like, uh, in, in this around this point in the movie, you it comes to him and he's smelling the bracelet. Yeah, it's so <laughs> creepy. As his sister catches him doing it, I'm like, get out of my room. Smelling the bracelet. Yeah, I thought he was about to make out with it. And that's it's an anklet, isn't it? I'm pretty sure like a, it's like an ankle. It's like so he's smelling her feet. Yes. Did fucking Dan Schneider or whatever that's his so name weird. is fucking the iCarly guy? Did he have a hand in this movie? Yikes! You know what I mean? That guy like loved feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say it like he's dead. I just wish he was. Okay, so we go. <laughs> okay, so does all his actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that night uh, his sister is sad because um, Hal won't play with her, basically. Uh, but not like mad at him. She's just like, she doesn't understand what's happening. Because she's like 10 or 11 and he's like 15, 16. They're in high school. Yeah, he's yeah. got to be like a sophomore or something. So he's like going through puberty and figuring out hormones and she's just like... I like action figures and playing in the snow with my friends. Um, mm. And she's sitting with a, with Chevy. Um, <laughs> with Chevy Chase. And he's just like consoling her, basically like, it, it's not your fault. It's not You're not doing anything. He's going through stuff. And then she's like wearing an ankle bracelet. And he's just like, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> A supportive king, dude, supporting your son when he's like, wearing yeah, that's normal, jewelry. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like loosey goosey with time a little bit. Um, I mean, like it cuts, it cuts to a diner. A dude, a sick ass diner. Did you have a diner that you would go to with your friends? No, I didn't have a diner. We had, I fun. mean, like we had like fucking village inn. Yeah, we had like Denny's, but it wasn't cool. Yeah, that was like a literally like a Back to the Future '80s type diner. That's what it looked like, but it's '90s. Yeah, and they're like in Saramount, New York, or something. They said, so it's like I think I, it's like upstate New York. Yeah, mm. I mean it's it's it, they're in Canada. Oh, you know but... what? Because I I remember the, uh, the meteorologist thing. It was like the Northeast type. Yeah, coast. And he goes to give. Claire the bracelet back, but he he chickens out and walks away. And he like gets like five feet away from their table, expects her to like turn around and see him. And he's like, "Oh, I'm invisible. She doesn't care." 
about me. It's like, dude, you didn't even get close. <laughs> I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby. I was expecting that song to play. <laughs> was that song even around at this time? I think so. When did that song come out? Wikipedia, tell me, daddy. June 20th, 2000. Oh, this is a 2000s movie. They're probably not allowed to say dirtbag on Nickelodeon. Actually, I'm pretty sure the little girl calls someone a dirtbag. It could have just like I mean this oh. this show would have been in production in like '99, so it it probably just yeah. missed it. I mean this soundtrack in this show in this movie fucks, dude. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely a lot of '90s, uh, good ass '90s songs. I mean, yeah, I actually have in the in the sources I have a YouTube playlist of all of them uh, that I, nice. I I I encourage you guys to go look. It's really good. It's like Smash Mouth and like. Not another dumb blonde, which was like the biggest song from this movie, uh, which we'll talk more on later because I got some stuff on it. But like, dude, like it, it's there's a lot of music in this. There's a lot of like, what do they call them? Like needle drop moments. Like, <laughs> we're like, oh, here's some ska, and it's like, here I am doing everything I can. <laughs> I just, I love that corny ass shit, dude. <laughs> I don't my wife hates ska, so she was pretty mad about it. But um, ska's fun, and I think you, that that's bad. That you you should like ska. Just get that trumpets on the, all the offbeats to bop, 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 bop. Then the epic snow day begins, Matthew. It happens. Their I'm dad predicts. Go. Their dad gets a fucking blip on the radar on his '90s computers. He's like, "Oh fuck, that's not supposed to." It's happen. happening. But, um, but his competitor and then, like, steals the it. The camera cuts the cuts to all these different fucking houses around the city, just like glued to the radio. They're not even watching TV; they're listening to the radio. Yeah, which we had to explain <laughs> to Rowan. He's like, "What are they doing?" I was like, "We used to have to listen to the radio or watch TV to find out if school was canceled." Because <laughs> yeah, well, I was shocked that they weren't even watching the TV. I know there was like every family was listening to the radio. Yeah. I didn't know that was like a, I I never had I never did that. Yeah, but I like mean, I was in kindergarten when this movie came out, so. Yeah, I mean, my I know I remember the radio being a part of that at some point, but more more on the news, especially when we were getting older. I mean, but nowadays we just yeah, get I just get a we, text, I just get a text from the school. Right. Yeah, because like you would watch the live TV, uh, at at like you know the six a.m. Uh, morning news, and you would look at the bottom of the screen as it all scrolled left to right in alphabetical order. Uh huh. And like you had just missed whatever letter your school started with when you looked, so you had to wait for the whole list to reset to see if you school your school was on there. <laughs> yeah, mine was mine was right in the middle because it started with O. So like, yeah, I oh it was always like come on come on come on come on. <laughs> yeah. Do I they even that, do dude. they even have snow days anymore? No, because we fucking have uh, Chromebooks for every student. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That we they just so do they the have virtual. e-learning e-learning days. That you don't have to make up up in the summer is the logic, I guess. Yeah, but it's robbing children of the good old snow day playing Halo Three with and the also boys. teachers. Fucking teachers don't want to deal with that shit. Oh yeah, I know. I don't want to teach I on hear, a snow day. I fucking hear I on what should be a everyone snow day. I almost everyone I love is a teacher, so I fucking I know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. <clears throat> uh, 
Um, Who's going to give also which who what teachers are actually going to give work anyway? Do you? They're going to I've never had to do it. Not yet. So I don't know. We ha- we had a we had an easy winner last year, so we're due for a bad one. Like we like we lo- legally have to like I would be on for at least a few hours, and then probably around lunchtime I just call it. Yeah, I I don't know. Is a kid really gonna care? <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> You're confused. I'm fucking confused, bro. <laughs> But dude, one of the kids is eating uh, a snowball with snow cone syrup in it, <laughs> <laughs> and almost immediately it cuts to the principal who gets ambushed by like a bunch of kids with snowballs. And you you never see the kids. Nope, but it happens. Like you four only times. see. <laughs> yeah, you only see the principal getting pelted by snowballs. <laughs> All we know is everyone hates him. It never explains why. It just everyone <laughs> hates him. He's just out to get the children. <laughs> He's just like, mwah, 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 like mwah, mwah. <laughs> I care about your future. <laughs> but this is where Hal and his sister split up because they had a plan to take down the snowplow man. Mm. But he's like, I got I got destinies waiting for me. I gotta go. Because he keeps talking about find destiny. My true love. Yeah. <laughs> and also he didn't mention it. He has two friends. And one's like the classic like weird friend, and then the other one's the classic girl girl next door friend. Yeah, girl next door best friend. Mm-hmm. He's like the the stoner guy friend who at one point starts making a log cabin out of French fries he and calls it a French log cabin. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah! I can't believe I never thought of that. <laughs> and then, then Natalie is her name. I'm pretty sure she's like it's I'm gonna I'm stop it and by myself. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stop this evil kids killing snow snow hater because the chains on his snow tires are made from the braces of all the kids he's killed. Yes, <laughs> I love that shit. Um, and, like Sandlot level urban legends. Yeah, and Chris Elliott is playing Roger Stubberfield, the snowplow man. Um, the director asked him not to brush his teeth, by the way, for the whole movie. So that's why it's so gross. Ew. Yeah. The fucking gingivitis over here. Yeah, he had, like, like, gross, like, it looked like tuba- like chewing tobacco in his teeth and stuff. I, yeah, I assumed that that was, like, fake, but... I, I think a I mean, I'm majority sure of it was. It up, yeah. Too, but still. But that means, like, he he probably breath was stinky. Yeah, that's gross. Jarrow leto that role, dude. He actually, yeah, he also sent dead rats to all the kids. <laughs> Wait, actually? No. No, that's what Jared Leto did, though. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Yeah, he did that as the Joker. He sent dead rats to all of his castmates. Ew. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know yeah, that. dude. Why would I know that? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I knew he went I knew he went insane for the role, but I didn't know about the dead rats He goes insane for thing. every role. Hmm. I bet he actually got beat up in Fight Club. <laughs> Probably. He's sort of like, punch me. For real. Anyway. Oh, also, uh, on the snowplow, the, the driver's side door of the snowplow, is, there's, like, decals of a bunch of snowflakes marking every day that he's ruined. Every snow day that he's ruined. <laughs> yeah, he also has, a, a like, a a girl in a snowplow uniform on the snowplow uh, plow. Yeah. But uh, Natalie... He only loves his pet crow. His pet crow. I think it's a magpie. 
I don't know what it is. Uh, Christiana said magpie. I don't know why. But... Paws like a crow. I, well, I think it's because the chest was white. It's a fucking bird, though. I mean, it's... <laughs> but his uh, Natalie hits the plowman with a snowball, and it makes him crash into a car. <laughs> I cannot believe she fucking chucked the snowball through the window <laughs> of a moving snowplow. <laughs> then the snowplow chases them. Him and his fucking bird ch- try to run them down. Yeah, dude, he's unhinged, man. And he destroys their sick-ass snow for, dude? Yeah, it is so cool, dude. They have fucking it's like a games? whole igloo, but it's got, like, fucking tunnels to a basement and shit. Video games There's a it? TV in there. Dude, I, oh, that was... I always wanted that. And it's because of this movie. I always wanted a snow fort like that. Right. And they made that in, like, two, like an hour. <laughs> also, they kind of just, like, gloss over this. But there's, like, four feet of snow. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of snow. Like, in one night. And just in one night, just four feet of snow. Like, like people's cars are covered up all the way to the top of the windows. We, we've like, had that. We've had crazy snows like that here. Yeah, we've had, like, one in my lifetime that I can remember that was that bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It just snowed constantly for, for hours. Like, it just never stopped snowing that one year from October through March. It just never, every yeah, day, it, awesome. it never stopped. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It, what it was not awesome was having to shovel the driveway every two hours yeah, for five months. <laughs> I just didn't do that. <laughs> we just dealt with oh, it. Oh, we did. We show we... We stayed up all night. What that one night it was real bad. It sh- it snowed like four feet in one night. We we were out there every two hours so that it wouldn't get so bad. I just accepted our fate. I was like, we we're just stuck in here now. Sorry. That was when I still lived at home, though. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, but then as they go through like an escape pod, escape tunnel, as the snowplow like fucks everything up. And they yeah. fucking do Josh Peck dirty. Dude, as he's running with his pants down, they put fucking stock fart sound effects behind him. Dude, they do that like five times. Dude, in fat movie. guy has to fart. Like, come on. He's not even that big. <laughs> also, though, there's some of the. I met some skinny dudes who have the worst farts, so I don't think. <laughs> I fart all the time, but it's not loud. Dude, I. Also, yeah, I fart all the time, too. It, I, It's a mix, because sometimes I like to, like. I like to move my butt cheeks in a way that it makes a funny noise. I am a really afraid of my farts making noise because I don't want anything to come out. But it something always comes out when you fart. That's why I don't fart. Like I only fart if it's silent. It. Uh, he he goes to give Claire her bracelet, and when he goes there, there's a fucking just like tons of dudes outside of her window because she it word got around that she just broke up with Chuck. The whole fucking city is just outside her house. Yeah. Ch- they're chanting for her, dude. Fucking chanting. But then Chuck shows up on his cool jet on his cool jet ski. His cool snow ski. And he scares all of them off. Mm. Then it cuts back to Chevy, dude. For some reason. <laughs> this had to have been him. He's like, I need this. This has to be in the movie. <laughs> I'm only doing this movie if I get my own plot line. <laughs> he's he's famously like terrible to work with. So is he? Oh, he's like so mean and like racist. Yeah. Yikes. Um, but it it cuts and he's in a full snowman suit. 
about to be pushed yeah, down the hill. He's always wearing goofy costumes. And then he gets pushed down the hill and fucking Smash Mouth starts playing. Come on, come on, and tell me why you're laughing. I didn't recognize the song, but I knew it was Smash Mouth. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> so silly. It's so silly, but it's so good. It fits the movie so well. <laughs> and Christiana's just like, just fucking Americans, America's home funniest home video fucking shit. <laughs> like, shut up. Not that one. Some of them are, but not that one. <laughs> but then, but then, how how gets a a plan? He's gonna hop Big on brain. the camera. Big brain plan. <laughs> He's gonna hop talk. on live TV and confess his fucking love for Claire and tell all of her favorite gum and uh, stuff. Uh, and she's not uh, scared. <laughs> No, she's like, oh, this is so endearing. Oh, my God, a guy's never listened to me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, honey, honey. <laughs> I don't think he would do anything bad. I don't think he's that kind of crazy. I just think he's infatuated and he's impulsive, which is not a good mixture. Because, like, we've all had crushes that are like, you're a little crazy. I get it. But, like, you don't yes. act on them. <laughs> you don't talk yeah. to people about it. You just go... That's that's a little insane. I'm gonna put that that I'm gonna I'm cutting myself off. That's not healthy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, Claire. I your favorite gum is watermelon, and um, I'd love to smell your socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But Chuck's in her house just eating cereal. Yeah, Dude, he sucks. I fucking because... hate him. He's such an asshole. <laughs> and obviously, like, you're supposed to hate him. Oh, God. He's such a dick. God, like... He's like he's like Johnny, but, like, if not a black belt. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's, like, the trope they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but at least Johnny, like, <laughs> has an arc in the, sh in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it cuts back to Natalie and her two friends, and they're putting ketchup on Josh Peck's chest. To try and like trick the snowplow guy, but like to use him as bait. That's weird logic. If he just runs kids over, wouldn't he right? just keep going? <laughs> yeah, because like we've seen him like chase after the kids on the snowplow. He doesn't care. No, I mean he's not trying to go to jail for murder, but you know. I mean, at one point he runs over a kid's sled on purpose, dude. Mm -hmm. I would. That guy would be. So, I would literally pull him out of the truck and beat the fucking shit out of him if he did that to my kid. Like, no, I'm not kidding, Matthew. Like, someone no, would have to stop me. I would be beating him to death. Like, that is not okay. Those things are like razors, dude. Mm. Uh, I know it's, like, supposed to be, like, lol. Um, but I, I just, some, a, a thing I didn't pick up on when I was a kid. Like, how, like, the parental rage I had a few times for him. Like, th you're 53 and you're trying to kill these children. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um... <laughs> but uh, he shows up and he investigates and he's eating some fries and he like s steps on Josh's chest and he farts mm. again he mm -hmm. farts again <laughs> and then he starts dipping the fries in, in the blood yeah <laughs> and just eating it that's so gross so gross yeah like he doesn't he doesn't know it's ketchup <laughs> at first I mean, it's pretty obvious that it's not blood, obviously. Yeah. But... 
but still. The, but then the other two kids fucking get into his snowplow and steal his bird. Well, the crow starts attacking him. <laughs> she at first. Brock grabs the bird. <laughs> and it's a Trudy. The bird's name's Trudy. <laughs> and the other kid's drawing a mustache on the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, and then the guy kidnaps Josh Peck. He kidnaps Josh Peck and they kidnap his bird. And later on in the movie, they have like a fucking hostage negotiation <laughs> scene. They're like, give us back the bird if you give us back our friend. Give us back the Wayne. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was the funny. whole time he's pulling that Josh Peck, he's farting too. So, um. mm-hmm. <laughs> they were not nice to Josh Peck. Dude, and the sound effects aren't even like mixed well. <laughs> no, it's just like obviously just uh, fucking, <laughs> what do you call stock stock audio or whatever. Like Babadook used stock effects and it sounded fine. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Also, Chuck burps, and it does, and it's not even matched up to his lips when he burps. I don't know if you mm-hmm. noticed that. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> yeah, um, just little shit like that. Cutting back to Hal and Lane. That's her name. Is Lane? This is where I found out her Lane. name. I didn't know yes, her name. Her, up his, until now. his best friend, yeah. Lane. They're at the skating rink, and the DJ is playing super slow music, and the kids are falling asleep. Dude, that's Iggy Pop. Who was the DJ? Is it? Yeah. Do you know who Iggy Pop is? I didn't. I did not recognize. I recognize the name. He's the, he was the lead singer of the proto punk band the Stooges. Mm. He's a really famous. Uh, I mean, like our our like our parents would would be like, oh, it's Iggy Pop. You know what I mean? Like because their yeah. parents listened to him. You know what I mean? But he commits to the bit. He's playing a boring DJ. I mean, I don't think he was a boring guy. So doesn't look like it based off this picture of him. No, he was a rock star. Uh, that's probably that was a joke that we did, obviously went over our heads. Like we didn't know. I, I didn't know. Right. Because I watched this movie before yeah. I did the notes this time, just because that's how it worked out. Um, first time ever. You did it the right way. I mean, yeah. If you did it my way, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, also, Chuck calls Claire his woman. <laughs> yes. When they're talking, she's like, like what's he's... my favorite gum? And he's like, I don't know. You're my woman. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Why red, do we need to know that? Red Stupid shit. flag, Claire. <laughs> yeah. He's like uh, possessive over her. But he doesn't know. And he doesn't even know the color of her fucking eyes, Matthew. They've been dating for three years. Mm. That's fucked up. You know, sometimes I forget the color of my own eyes, though, so, you know, I get it. I have blue eyes, so I'm legally not allowed to forget. I'm pretty sure mine are green, but sometimes they're, like... I can't tell with your, with your camera right now, but... Oh, well, yeah, I know. It's hard to see for the camera, but... They're, like, greenish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, my wife says brown. Like, I know that. Like, they're, like, hazel. Like, I, I... They're just, like, they're, like, sweet, beautiful pools of little shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, she doesn't listen to this. She's not gonna know. <laughs> oh, also, um, we forgot to mention the mom at all. So the oh, mom is well, just yeah. a complete, complete workaholic. I mean, she's not a huge role in the movie at all. But like, 
she's, she's a workaholic and they that, made a lot of jokes about her. yeah she's like that 90s 2000 joke where it's like woman has jobs so she can't be productive mother yeah that's her whole role she like doesn't she's late to dinner she doesn't mm-hmm. take care of her children Get off the phone <laughs> yeah and uh that's like her whole because she has to stay home from work and everyone else mm-hmm. is taking the day off except her she she has a call she has to make to China. Mm, a business call. Uh, but uh, Howl sneaks into the DJ booth, um, makes a speech to Claire again, um, and then plays a rockin' tune and runs out. And uh, Lane is like super sad that he is trying so hard. Because she's obviously yeah, in love and with like him. and like yeah. At at first, uh, when the mo- at the beginning of the movie, she's like having fun with it, and she's like trying to help him out, and they're just like they're just like all cool hanging out and just friends and stuff. But you can tell like as the movie gets on, like past the halfway point, because it's you working. can tell that she's starting. Yeah, yeah, you can tell she's starting to get irritated. Um, and it cuts to the DJ, and he's cleaning the wall with toilet water. <laughs> Because someone he she wrote on the on the fucking toilet wall that was like oh he's a he's a he's a suck bag or something and that's how they got him out of the room, but mm-hmm. uh so it cuts back to the snowplow man and Josh Peck and he tries to escape but he breaks the door handle <laughs> and he's like oh I'm gonna die <laughs> and I'm like yeah I would also think I'm gonna die. <laughs> But then he shows up at Natalie's house because he's talking to her yeah. mom. He's like, "Oh, I'm giving her a free snowplow ride." Yeah, everyone, every kid in town gets a free snowplow ride. Duh, don't you know? <laughs> and mom's like, "Oh, uh, I never heard of that, but yeah, sure." Yeah, um, sure. This is this is the 2000s. We don't actually know about child Anything predators. Um, yeah. <laughs> then their little brother Randy runs out covered in paint. Ah, just naked. <laughs> that that kid is insane, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking loved it. He's so funny. He's just acting out because his mom's not paying attention to him. Yeah, and his mom at one point he uh he's like, "Can you read me a story like my teacher does?" I don't remember the teacher's name. Yeah, but and then the mom starts trying to tell us. He's like, "That's not what one my teacher says. My teacher does all these cool things." And she's like, well, did your teacher get you a paint set for your birthday that you can open a week early now? <laughs> uh, because I don't know what else to do with you. Uh, so then he runs upstairs to the paint set. And it's like, and she just leaves him un- a four-year-old unsupervised with a new paint set. Just like, obviously, she has to know he's going to destroy the whole house with that. Like They do paint themselves. Like, every chance Gwen gets, she will color on herself. Oh, 100%. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> no, why wouldn't you? Because I don't want what it on my you skin. Paint? I don't personally. I don't either. I wasn't a messy kid like just, that, though. So no, yeah. and neither was I. But you know, I did not like getting muddy and shit. Uh uh-uh. uh Like, yeah, not even now I don't. But like, like if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, just go all in. Yeah. So, but I'm like that though. You know that I'm either zero or a hundred. There's no. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time having that slider bar. Um. Yeah, like if you're gonna play mud volleyball, fucking dive in that shit. Yeah, you know? if I'm gonna eat ass, I'm gonna eat ass. You know what I mean? 
Sure. It's 2023, Matthew. Get with the times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else is doing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is where the the French fry thing happens, and I think I think Lane says to him. She's like, oh, you're having a good day then, huh? And he goes, hell yeah. <laughs> Just the obvious, he's dude, the stoner friend. Dude, this kid fucks. <laughs> he's like, yo, fuck yeah, dude, I'm making a fresh ride cabin, man. This is all I wanted to do today, man. He's taking like the little tooth, the frilly toothpicks from the club sandwiches and using them <laughs> as like supports. Yeah. Dude, this diner's cool, man. I was like jealous. I had like a cool little dude, diner. I was jealous. <laughs> Yeah, so, and like everyone's hanging out there. My uh, my hometown in the '90s and early 2000s, I'm pretty sure, had something like this. Um, there was like a like a, a diner area, like a diner building. Um, it was called like the Burger Shack or something. Uh, mm-hmm. but then when I got, I think even in elementary school, it got it was closed down. But like, so like I just missed that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, the closest we got was like, um, I was in marching band, and so we would go to the Friday night football games to perform at the halftime show, and then when we were done, we would go to Village Inn, and so like, it was just a bunch of high school kids just hanging out at Village Inn every Friday night for after the football home games, so that was fun. We would just sit there and hang out for you like three hours. You know what's wild? So like me, uh, Shane and I were doing that at the same time you were doing that, but mm-hmm. at Denny's, like five six blocks away so like we could have run into each other if we would if we were when it went to village inn instead of denny's yeah isn't that wild that's funny yeah it's wild yeah me and matthew grew up in the same like 40 miles but like slightly separated you know what i mean different towns yeah yeah and like we met because we i'm friends with his best friend from high school well one of his best friends from high school from all of school. Yeah, I yeah, I became like, his Shane. <laughs> I was friends with mm-hmm. his Shane. Um I don't know if you ever explained this. But yeah, so like No, and then me and Shane met separately. In college, yeah. Yeah, cuz we both were English majors. Yeah, so they went to the same college. And we went on a fucking study abroad trip together. <laughs> uh so I became friends with Aaron cuz we worked together for like 3 years and then we just stayed in touch cuz Aaron's really good about staying in, like, being, I don't know. He's just a good person, so I, I we made sure to keep in touch. Um, and then he's like, hey, have you met Matthew? And I said, no, we need another guy for D&D. And he's like, can Matthew come? And I'm like, is Matthew racist? And he said, oh, no. And I said, he's in. <laughs> no joke, that's what is I that said. What you said? I, well, I always ask, because it's like, if I don't, the one time I fucking don't. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're gonna be. <laughs> I didn't think he would be friends with the racist. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, have to ask for myself because if I don't, I'm gonna be beating myself up about it when it, when I find out you said a bunch of bad stuff. But like, yeah, that's how we met, and then like, it took. It, we were we were like acquaintances, and then we slowly became friends. I don't. Do we? I don't remember what we did. We eventually just hung out just together at some point. It just happened where it was just me and you. It might have been like a video game or something we were playing, but like a Mario uh, Kart or something. Probably like Fall Guys or Mario Kart. Probably Mario Kart, yeah. Yeah. Which is which is crazy. But yeah, so yeah, we we became friends through friends that were friends already, which is wild. Mm. And now me and Matthew hold hands and kiss when we hang out. 
Because our wife yeah. said it's okay. Oh, the snow shrine. Hal is constructing a snow shrine to Claire. He was shoveling a snow shrine uh, of a whale. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was digging. A, he was like digging an outline of a whale. Yeah, and then this is. So he thinks that's her favorite he, animal. He thinks it's her favorite the animal. Gentle giant. And uh, this is where Natalie and the snowplow man have the like hostage thing. Yes, dude, and he has Wayne strapped to the fucking plow. <laughs> yeah, he's like chained, and he's farting the whole time to the shovel. <laughs> He really is. Oh, man. They never let up on that. I, like, didn't realize how much it happened until, like, now we're going through the movie, and I wrote it down every time it happened. Just mm-hmm. him. No one else farts. Nope. <laughs> but the, uh... Let's see. The principal's still being attacked, and no one cares. That's just a, a subplot that's happening that you don't really... It they just... just... Every now and then, they just cut to him for no reason. It's just he's being pelted. But then, back in the diner... Lane goes up to Claire, and she's yeah, because like, Claire's sitting with all her like little friends, yeah, and her friends are kind of assholes, but um, yeah, they're popular girls and cheerleaders and shit. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you can't talk to that guy. It'd be a total social suicide." Yeah, you leave now. <laughs> she's one of them. Says that at some point, and she's gushing over um, Al, dude. Like she's... Yeah, and then, yeah, Lane goes up there and just, like, says all of the coolest things about him. And she was like, one time, he gave mouth-to-mouth to my pet bird. And, like, oh, my God, it was so... And then, like, that's when, like, you start realizing, like, obviously she's in, like, in love with him. Yeah. And Cla- it, this is winning Claire over. <laughs> yeah. Claire And Claire's just like, oh, he sounds cool. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, someone who's not a football player is can be a good person? What? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, you should probably stop that. <laughs> um, but then it cuts. They're all like at the, the field now. And, oh, they also exchange prisoners, right? Yes. And he's like, yeah, I'll stop, but then doesn't. <laughs> like, he... And then he fucking throws Josh Peck on the ground. <laughs> he is so mean. He just literally just on his back and just pushes him. But uh, as he's like, Hal's like, oh, I made this shrine for you because you love whales. And she's like, but zebra's my favorite animal. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. Just so casually. Because, I like zebras. Yeah, because. But then you find out yeah. why. Because her fucking boyfriend bought her the fucking bracelet and he doesn't know anything about her. <laughs> he bought it. He bought it at the Sea World or something. And then Hal, then Chuck shows up, yeah. And Hal then steals the, uh, a snow ski. And they start, like, chasing each other as ska plays. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> this whole scene, you know what I think is... This whole scene was just uh, Star Wars Episode Six: The Speeder Chase. Yeah. On Endor, that's what this scene was. Yeah. <laughs> like they kept cutting to the 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 snow ski like feet like getting caught. Yeah. Like they do in Star Wars, and then and then he looks up and he gets caught on a fucking tree branch. 
and it will, and then on one of them, he knocks him into a fucking. Instead of getting blasted into a tree and exploding, he explodes a snowman. Yeah, and he's like, it was straight up Star Wars. Chuck's like, hi, this is, have you met James? This is my friend. He's gonna beat you up today. <laughs> he's like so happy about it. It's pretty good, honestly. But also it's so cheesy, but it's funny. Also, they're breaking the jet ski. I mean, the snow ski. That's literally their own snow ski. <laughs> so like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it hard cuts back to Chevy Chase. I've forgotten Chevy Chase at this point. I'm like, why are we back to Chevy Chase? Mm-hmm. No, he's hosting an ice sculpting contest. And then he gets in a fight with a child. <laughs> because a child made a sculpture of his uh, chat rival. <laughs> that's that's the whole thing. That is the whole scene. I don't know how the kid got up that high. Oh, There's dude, no fucking ladders. The power of his love for that guy. This, this nine-year-old child loves a weatherman. These ice sculptures are insanely detailed, though. Yeah. They're so good. They're all children making them, too. Like, I wonder... I don't know how long it takes to make ice sculptures, but... Pretty long. I imagine a, a long time. A, a few hours, for sure. I mean, it has to be a certain... I mean, obviously, it can't be too long, because it'll melt, but, like... Yeah, you keep it cold. Yeah, but uh, then, it, then it cuts back to the mom, and I'm like, well, stop it. Just get away from the parents. I don't care. But it, I want to see him destroy the snowplow. I want to see them fucking kill the snowplow, man. I want to see them. Dude, kids' parents have to have something to relate to while they're watching this movie with their kids oh. on Nickelodeon, though. I didn't need it. <laughs> and no, mom's in the other room, and I'm just watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, even now, like I'm an adult, and I like no, and I watch kids stuff. I don't need that shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Good morning. My name is Austin, and my name is Anna, and we are from the podcast Reading Isn't for Kids. A book club podcast where two grown adults read children's chapter books and sometimes comics. Chapter books like Junie B. Jones, Magic Treehouse, Fear Street, and The Walking Dead comics. Right, which are slightly less childish than the other ones, but it's not like a kid should pick up and read any of these books anyway. Reading yeah. isn't for kids. Silly kid, readings for adults. <laughs> <laughs> I've been collecting my chapter books since I was a kid. Uh, I figured I'd put them to good use besides letting them sit on the shelf. So if you'd like to head down a little nostalgia road with us as we dive into these classic children literature, join us. Every other Saturday on the Encounter Co. Network. Do you want to say something to end it? And if you have any old joke books, throw them out immediately. But anyway, it comes back to the mom and she's like about to go on the call with Beijing. But Randy is outside in full snow gear. <laughs> Her little son Randy just causing chaos. And she goes out there and she's like, Randy, you need to get inside. Randy, Randy. And he throws a snowball and knocks her cell phone into the snow. <laughs> and she just is frantically trying to find it. And he's just like, I just want to just love me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> just love me. Just play with me. <laughs> just love me, mother. Please, mother, love me. <laughs> they start having a snowball fight and she ignores yeah. the calls from Tina. Yeah. And she's finally wholesome. And I'm like, cool. Great. <laughs> but then the then fucking Natalie is talking to the action figures. She is a full psychosis broken reality and the action figures are talking to her. <laughs> and they're all stop motion and shit. Dude, it's unhinged, bro. It's so good. 
He's like, he's she's ready to just give up. And I don't know who it is. It's like He-Man, but not He-Man. Yeah. I don't know. And he's like, did, did I go home and make a grilled cheese when I lost? No. I went back and kept fighting. Dude, uh, I like, for this caught me off guard. I didn't remember this. And I was like, is this all, is this whole thing a dream? Are all these people just her like fucking figments of her imagination? All these like her friends are like figments of her <laughs> imagination. Um. Uh, Fight Club's fucked me up, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, oh, and then it cuts back to Hal. Dude, and Lane fucking tackles... Dude, he, this chick's tackled him like three times in this movie. <laughs> yeah. She loves tackling this guy. <laughs> uh, And then she's, she's finally... Lane's finally showing anger to him. Like... Act- yeah, because he's just clueless. And... I wrote down, um, they were walking down the street, and I was just like, bro, will you please just kiss your best friend already? You idiot. Yeah. Well, and she... that was, like, right before she did her thing. Yeah, she kisses him. And she's just yeah, like... She, he was like, he was like, well, what were you going to do with this day, huh? What were you going to do that was so special? And he goes, I was going to do this. And then Plants a fat him. one on him. And they kissed. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, what? Um, what? <laughs> and then, and then she... his 90s R&B love song plays in the background. <laughs> and she, like, fucking runs away from him. Yeah. I have a note here. Anna hated that. Uh, she hated that surprise. Like, she, she wanted... The surprise kiss? No, she, she wanted it to be like they were just platonically friends. She was like... She, like... She's like, oh, that trope. It. She's like... Cause it like it uh, it does minimize her character. Like it just makes her about him a little bit. You know what I mean? A little bit. There's yeah. like what's that? No, well, I did. What's that? Theory? I did enjoy at the beginning. I didn't think at at the very beginning. I didn't think this was gonna necessarily go that way. Um, but uh, like I wasn't mad about it. But I did. I when the movie started, I was like, oh yeah, cool. They're just like friends. Like, I didn't think there was going to be... I didn't predict a romance. But, like, I wasn't, like, mad about it. I thought it was fine. What is... What's that... It's, like, the Be- the Bechtel test? Is that what it's called? I don't even know if that's a real thing, to be honest with you. Like, I know what you're talking about. It is a real thing. Is it? Yeah, the Bechtel test, also known as the Bechtel-Wallace test, is a measure of the representation of women in film and other fiction. The test asks whether a work features at least two female characters who have a conversation about something other than a man. In some iterations, the requirement that the two characters be name be named characters as well. Okay. So, like this 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 movie wouldn't pass the Bechtel test. Yeah, because it's like if a female character is in a movie and uh, the only reason she exists is to be someone's girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, like the mom passes, right? She she has conversations with another woman about not a man, um, mm. but Lane doesn't, <clears throat> Claire doesn't. You know what I mean? Nat mm. Natalie's a kid, so that obviously I don't think that is the same personally. Um, but I guess the snowplow man's a guy, so but <laughs> yeah, mm. I, I find that 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 um that that test really interesting and it's it's how i personally think about characters now is after i read that like 10 years ago like that whole thing like that wiki specifically um 
and it does it does make me think about stuff a lot where it's like mm-hmm. is this character an actually a good character or is it just being you know minimized a little bit you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, you don't have to agree with me i'm not I'm not saying this no, is bad. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just like I was reading a thing while I was listening to you because that's what I do. Is when you say something and then I Google it, and I'm listening to you as I'm reading. Yeah, no, that's a um, real. That's a real. Yeah, that's like, a real li- narrative literature thing. That 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 test. Like, I had. I had heard of it. Mm-hmm. I just had not. Like I had heard of it as like, basically, kind of what I just said was like, does a character exist as more than someone's. Uh, girlfriend. Yeah, is more than someone's you know, specifically like with a man or an actual character. With yeah, thoughts and feelings, and like that they have a plot. Yeah. Um. But so, but um, I do think I I don't know. Like I don't think it necessarily belittles her character. I still think I think it's fine. Like I think that plot was fine because like it reminds me of like when I was a kid. Like all, almost all of my friends were girls except for Aaron when I was a kid, um, and so like mostly it was all platonic, but I mean there was some like little crushes and stuff going on there. So like I was like you know I that, relate that's to just that a what, little bit. That's just what Christiana said. So well, no, that's, I understand what, though. You know, I completely she, understand. She, understand she mentioned sentiment. it, and she's a she identifies as a woman, so. I was like, I just thought it was interesting that like she she noticed it, because I I obviously noticed it too, but I didn't bring it up because I didn't want to be that guy. Um, sure. But since she brought it up, I was like, okay. That... And and she makes sense. She doesn't, do, totally she doesn't do that all the time either. That's she's not like that. But like, yeah, they didn't have to do that. No, they could have just kept her as a you know because she didn't. She was just his friend. <laughs> like they were just friends. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it cuts to the rival weatherman as Chevy Chase shows up and starts questioning him about, like, basic weatherman knowledge. Yeah, he's like, you're a fraud, and if you're not a fraud, then prove how snow works. <laughs> how snow works. <laughs> he literally goes, he literally says, like, it's top secret classified information. <laughs> <laughs> and then he can't, he can't tell him. So then everyone yeah, starts calling him a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my God, Chevy Chase actually called the storm. I stole it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Great, cool, <laughs> fuck off, Chevy Chase." <laughs> Which I feel like he's hurt a lot in his life. <laughs> Probably. And then they find, it cuts to how and he finds Claire at the pool, and somehow got in the school. Like, how the fuck did they get I in don't, there? Yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. Just fucking... Schools like maybe she like maybe she can get in because she's on the swim team. But like, how the fuck did he get in there? He had the keys. He's friends with the janitor. Sure. And he's like talking. And it's like oh. she invites him up to the diving board, and they're just like sitting there chilling. And he's like, "Oh my god, this is this is the high dive." And they're having a chat, and then they they kiss. They kissed. And they kissed. Oh my it's god! Like weirdly unromantic. Well, well, yeah, he's like he—you could it's tell like he kisses her and feels n- and feels nothing from it, like. And he's like, she's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Well, like that—that that didn't feel like anything." 
and she's like kind of offended and he goes it's not 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 because of you but because of and he explains what happened with lane and she's like dude that's the girl you should be with (laughs) yeah she basically tells him to go get her and she's like it's i completely understand like that you know that means you like her so Mm -hmm. because like she's like he's like obviously like oh like no this just this girl's pretty but like we're not friends. We don't have any, you know, we don't know each other. Mm. He knows all this weird information, details, and, <laughs> yeah. like, her favorite things, but he doesn't know anything about her as, like, an actual person. No. Because at, I think Lane says at some point that, like, the true love is, like, finding someone who you can stand for more than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. Which is true. I mean, like, you know, if, if you... if like how people are like, oh, I fucking hate my wife. That that is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like that. I mean, like sure, like, like there's that. things where I'm like frustrated, but I think that's more because we're we live together than it is because of who we are. Yeah, as people. exactly. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, like yeah, I don't like it when she, when she like, when she eats like whole pickles and then like baby birds them into the trash can. Like that's gross. Or, like, how she just <laughs> takes whole poopies on the ground. You think she's going to hear about this? You Probably think, you think, not. You think, you think Nat will tell on me? Yeah. Nat or Nacho. Nacho might. <laughs> Nacho might tell on me. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be unhinged sentence when it comes out. Because I'm going to forget I said this. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, It cuts back to Natalie. Taking one last stand to the snowplow. And then the kids rise like the fucking Ewoks in episode six. <laughs> and they're, they're fucking gonna, like... What's that one where, like, they eat someone as kids? What's it called? Like, the Island of Flies or something? The Lord of the Flies. Yeah, they Lord of the Flies, this guy, basically. They, I thought they were gonna kill him. <laughs> I was like, yeah! yeah honestly. Kill him! Kill him! I said that, and my son's like, what, Dad? <laughs> 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 they tie him up and they put him on a on a tie him up to the children's crossing sign. Yep. And he's laughing. And then they fucking Natalie goes in the snowplow and just starts fucking driving it. And he's like, I'm gonna unplow the streets. <laughs> also the truck's name's Clementine. <laughs> I did not catch <laughs> I, I don't he just says it. <laughs> well they tie him up and he's like, You fools, I have already won. I plowed the whole city. <laughs> And they're like, well, we're going to unplow it. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that was going to work because it's not really off-road vehicle, but... Is that is that is that your porn name? You're the unplower? The unplower. <laughs> you plow people so good that you unplow them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but then Hal finds Lane at the ice rink. Mm. But, but right before Chuck starts attacking him, dude... Dude, he, like, comes out like he's going to murder his ass. He's so pissed. And then he pushes him he calls in front him... of the... What does he call him? He pushes him in front of the snowplow, and he gets run over. But he gets stuck in the shovel part. Yeah, and they fucking... And he's like, he walks up to Lane, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I was a fool. Well, she just doesn't want to talk to him at first. No. She's, like, ignoring him. I don't blame her. But then he falls... Yeah, for sure. He then he falls over. And he's like, "Oh, my my, my back." 
And then she comes up to him and he grabs her ankles, which also so dangerous because she's wearing fucking knives for feet. Yeah. I've seen she Halloween too. She could have sliced his throat on accident. Yeah, I've seen Halloween too, Matthew. Is that what happens? Michael Myers kills him with an ice skate. Ice, they like shove it in their face. <laughs> What's that fucking movie? Um, Blades of Glory. Oh, that movie fucks, dude. Fucking decapitate <laughs> someone's head. Yeah. On the Olympics. But then, uh, oh my god! And she he uses Imagine her line. Imagine if you're watching the Olympics and someone's head. Oh, comes I'd watch the Olympics more. <laughs> Uh, should have been alive in ancient Greece. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck happened there? Hal uses her line on her, which which is fucking smooth because he says, mm. "Wasn't it you that said true love is finding someone you can hang out with longer than ten minutes?" And then and he's like, "You got ten, 10 minutes. minutes," and then they fucking That's make funny. out, dude. That's funny. And they, the line. third and they kissed. And they kissed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Three in one day, dude. Dude, three in one day, dude. And that was probably his first kisses too. Yeah, dude. And it, with it, two different people, three in one day. Yeah. That's wild. And it ends with a happy snow day narration and the principal getting attacked in his home. <laughs> in his own house somehow. <laughs> By multiple different people. Because the <laughs> snowballs snowballs are coming from different directions. And that's the fucking film, dude. The miracle of the first snowflake can change your life forever. Hey, man. That's a wrap. Fucking six out of ten, man. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Oh, good. I give it a six for sure. Yeah. I, I would... Maybe not next year, but I'll watch this again around this time at some point. This was mm. a, This was fun. It was... It was weirdly nostalgic. I didn't really play outside as a kid because... I just wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't really have friends that liked to do that. Um, mm. But, like, I would, like, play video games and goof off all day and, like, you know, hang out with my friends through Xbox Live and, like. Yeah, dude, I went outside and I fucking love snow. I love winter. Oh, me too, but it's I my just, favorite. all my friends were like, no, dude, we don't want to do that. So we just didn't. And like, I was like, whatever, <laughs> you know, like, I didn't care. Um, yeah, me and my me and my brother and my dad just like would go outside and just pelt each other with snowballs and build those snow forts. We'd bury each other in the snow, like just full. Like we would, it would take us like fifteen minutes to put on all our shit. Like fucking tuck in all our snow pants into the boots and, and you would put still somehow get leaves. snow in places. <laughs> yeah, down, dude, snow down your fucking neck and back when you have like four layers of clothes on all zipped up is the worst because you can't get it out yeah and it goes right in your pussy and your crack mm. do you even know what song have you heard that song yes I, okay. others, I just don't know how to respond to that because <laughs> <laughs> you said neck and back my pussy and my crack yes it was a yes. funny joke Matthew I know it was funny I, I just I'm just not funny so I can't respond I to want it. your moral support in these times man <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I'm gonna do this. Okay, actually, give your rating. Give your rating, and then I'll do this. Six out of ten. Yeah, six. Oh, six yeah. Out of 10. Um, Anna gave it a four out of ten, and Rowan gave it a nine out of ten. So hell yeah. And Gwen looked at me angrily when I asked her. So that was her <laughs> rating. Um. Uh... Also, I'm gonna do this, and I want you to tell me who, like, not necessarily like who I look like, but who, like. I look like would hang out with somebody, okay? Not like I don't look like anybody specifically, 
but like you would see me on like another podcast, okay? Okay. Women, am I right? Are you are you trying to be Joe Rogan? <laughs> I look like it would be I on don't... Andrew Tate's podcast. <laughs> oh, that didn't even Where's my mind? <laughs> oh, is that why you're wearing a hat? I just realized. No, it's cold as shit. <laughs> oh, sure. You know what? You probably just feel colder without hair. I mean, just just my head is cold. That's why. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You probably just feel colder because you, you don't have hair. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I mean, I guess I didn't... We, we raised um, $3,035 and Counterco did our network for... Um, the unhomed in Los Angeles to the Los Angeles mission. So, yes, so, it was very cool. So, and one of the one of the flagship or target goals was that you would shave your heads. All of us shaved our head except Brandon, and then Brandon shaved his beard though. Instead, he's so. got like super long hair. Right? Yeah, he's been working on it for a long time. So we were like, "That's cool, but you don't got to do that." But all of us had like fucking short, like you know what I mean. He like takes care of it. his care like matters to him. So we're like, no, dude, don't fucking mm-hmm. do that. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't do the chest waxing. I, I I bowed out of that one. Plus, I'd have to do it myself because Christiana refused to do it. <laughs> so oh. it's really it hurts way more if you do it by yourself. Yeah, I'm sure it does because like you don't want to do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're going into fun facts. We I got a few left. Um, let's see. The music was by Steve Bartik. Um, I don't, let me see. Did I did I look up? What else did he do? Um, he did. Nineteen ninety eight Psycho. Um, he did Get Over It. And the Simpsons movie. And Despicable Me. Nice. Uh, that's all he's done. His last movie was Despicable Me. The first piece of trivia mm-hmm. on IMDb, it says a real bank heist <laughs> took place near the filming location. Yeah. And the felons drove right past the production assistant who immediately alerted everyone on set. And then the felons fucking plowed into the fake snowdrift. And so when the police came and just arrested them. Oh, yeah. And they all laughed at him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. Uh, before we get into, I have some more things, but I want to talk about the the like budget first. But apparently, this film was originally planned to be the Adventures of Pete and Pete, uh, which I never watched Pete and Pete, but I know a lot of people did. I don't even know what the hell that is. It's like a Nickelodeon kid sitcom. Yeah. From the 90s. Like Drake and Josh esque. Yeah, but it's about yeah, it's about two brothers named Pete. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so the budget was thirteen million dollars, um, or inflated to twenty two million dollars. <laughs> yeah. By the way, in two thousand, a million dollars was one one million six hundred sixty nine dollars, six hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. Which, if you do the math, is about like a fifty nine percent inflation increase since two thousand. Can I say one more fun fact real quick? Oh, I'm going to go do more fun facts, but you're welcome to do it. Oh, sure, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, You go ahead before you forget. You could do your thing, because 
I know you have, we don't want to forget. Um, the another dumb blonde song. Yes. Have you seen the music video for that? Yes. Because apparently in the music video, there's a scene where Claire throws the whale anchor bracelet madly into the pool. Yeah, because it's this. Like the, a, it was made for this movie. That song apparently a, pre- a prequel scene to the probably just a deleted scene, but put, they put it in the music video. Yeah, I got more information on that song specifically too. But nice. <clears throat> the U.S. total was sixty million or one hundred and one point nine million dollars. The elsewhere total was two point four or four million dollars inflated. Um, so it made it's about a, a forty-nine point four million or an eighty-three point nine million profit. Which which is pretty good. Um, the film opened at number three at the North American box office, making uh, let's see behind the beach scream three, and the latter of which was which was in its second week at the top spot. So scream three was at the top. Um, S- Snow Day was a box office success success, but not a critic success. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I found this interesting. Also in theaters at the time was the Tigger movie. At number four, which was its first weekend, The Green Mile, Toy Story 2, Stuart fucking Little, Dogma, and The Sixth Sense. What a fucking lineup, what? dude. Dude, what a fucking, yeah, dude. No wonder it didn't, it didn't, it was only number three. And then oh, the, apparently they made a ma- musical remake. It was released on June, on December 16th on Paramount Plus of 2022. No the musical. It, yeah, but it was. In June 2023, they removed it. It's not there anymore. Oh. Because well, you know, remember, when, remember like this year, Paramount and a couple other places, like they got rid of shows for tax purposes? Yeah. Fuck them, dude. Fuck that shit. Anyway. <clears throat> so the film's soundtrack peaked at number 183 on the Billboard 200 chart. Nice. Ha- Haku's Not Another Dumb Blonde peaked on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 at number 27 the U.S. Billboard Mainstream Top 40 at 28, and New Zealand's recorded music at number 47. This became Haku's first and only song to reach the Top 40, and it sold 600,000 copies domestically, making it the 14th best-selling single of 2000. And they never got anything close to it ever again. Yeah. One-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Uh... Chris Elliott, I talked about that. Um, talked about that one too. So cool. I guess we could go this. Uh, this one, it was nominated for some stuff. So it was nominated for a Young Star Award. Mark Weber was nominated for Best Young Actor, but he lost the Jonathan Lipnicki as George George Little and Stuart Little. Nice. Fuck, dude, that movie. Fucking hate. I so fucking that hate that movie. Stuart Little? They went to an orphanage and said, I want the rat. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, I get, yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> I, I, it's more for the meme. I don't actually remember. I don't yeah, remember the movie. 100%. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I remember he drives a car at one point, and that's funny. <laughs> I think that's, that's I don't remember if that's one. in the first one or the second one. Yeah. He has, like, a whole family, and she goes and sees his real family in his little <laughs> car. Dude, in the book, he just, they gave birth to a rat kid. He's like a little fucking three inch tall human that's like has rat features. I wish the movie was that. I would have liked it more. <laughs> fucking weird as hell. It, uh, the Young Artist Awards nominated for two things. Uh, Connor Mathis was nominated for Best Performance in a Filter, Fe- Filter 
Yeah, feature film of an actor age under ten. That was Randy, um, but he lost to Spencer mm. Breslin in the in Disney's The Kid, which is a Bruce Willis movie. I've never, Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nominated for best comedy family feature film, but it lost to The Goat, Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I bet I for me that's probably one of the best movies of that year. It's in the top twenty for me, probably for sure in two thousand. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, dude, Blockbuster Entertainment Awards comes back, baby. Favorite song from a movie? It said internet only. I had no idea what that meant. Another Dom Blonde by Haku was nominated, but it lost to Music of My Heart by Gloria Estefan featuring InSync from Music of the Heart. Mm. So it lost to in sync, obviously. <laughs> oh, I I love it when these movies are nominated for just like the weirdest shit. <laughs> and then they they lose to like <laughs> fucking like insanely popular things. Yeah. <laughs> um, like how Cyberpunk Edge Runners was going up against like these like fucking like triple A anime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's not even fair. <laughs> Um, you guys only know that if you're on our Patreon. Sorry. Um, IMDb the ratings for this movie. <laughs> IMDb <laughs> gave it a five point one out of ten from thirteen thousand reviews. Rotten Tomatoes was rough, dude. It had a twenty nine percent on the t- tomato meter and a twenty seven. That's a lot of tomatoes. Twenty seven percent on the audience score. Yikes! I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> No. Metacritic gave it a 34 out of 100 based on 22 critic reviews. Yeah. Ratings. Um, Metacritic gave it a 34 out of 100 based on 22 critic reviews. A 7.9 from the user score, though. Unusually high. Yeah, from Metacritic. Yeah. 7.9? Yeah. That's really high. Weird, right? Let me double check. The tomato, the fucking tomato meter was at like 27. That's wild. Let's see. Maybe I maybe I missed missed it. No, it's seven point nine. Ow. Okay. Okay. Um The critic is weirdly nostalgic for this movie. Just this, yeah, specifically. They love all the farts. Mm. <laughs> Metacritic. Farts are funny. If they pay us at least a hundred dollars, I'll stop saying that. Uh, critic reviews here. Critic reviews here. <laughs> so, fun fact, I couldn't find any of these reviews. They were all missing. They were all lost to time. Yeah, Every like you tried to find the originals from these little yeah. uh, cl- quotes. I didn't click all 22 of them, but I clicked, I think I do about six or seven of them. Um, not mm. including a Robert, who did review this movie. Um, so I'll let you look at that while I'm doing this, but Shit, I keep fucking forgetting, uh, four positive and six mixed with 12 negative reviews. New York posts, Lou Liminick, which we've seen before, gave it an 88 out of a hundred and said, <laughs> makes the most of its wintry right. setting and never insults the audience's intelligence. No mean feat for a family film. It's a real crowd pleaser. And then Baltimore Sun's Chris Kaltenbach 
gave it a 63 and said, in this day of overstuffed action flicks and dumbed down comedies in quotation marks, Snow Day is kind of refreshing. Hmm. And TV guys. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. Comedies in quotation marks. Like, this guy doesn't like fun. Um, TV guides. Steve Simmels gave it a 50 and said, Mild, mildly amusing and as obvious as it is good-natured. It's good nature? <laughs> mildly amusing, good nature. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we get into the mean ones. The Boston Globe. Jay Carr gave it a 38 and said, takes a vacation from quality. <laughs> The New York Times uncredited author gave it a 20 out of 100. Are you going to make it, bud? Dude, my fucking... I've had... I've been taking, like, cough-suppressant medicine. Yeah, no, you're good. It, it, you have you got what I got. You had last week or two weeks ago. Fucking Christ. Dude. Yeah, it just it's doesn't go away. Crazy. It's the worst part is it doesn't go away. And it's not like you feel sick either. It's just, like, it won't go away. No, it's just that. Yeah. Um, so he they really? said it fails both as Arrested Development farce and as teenage romantic comedy. Sure. Okay, and here's the last one. I only added it because it's a zero out of a hundred. It's from Entertainment Weekly's Ob Owen Glaberman, who we've seen before, gave it a zero out of a hundred and said, "Even Snow Day's Winter Wonderland looks fake." Fucking four feet of snow. What do you mean it looks fake? Like, are they saying, like, it's not, like, the snow visually doesn't look real? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Uh, so, yeah, did you did you read Robert E.'s review or look at it? I Yeah, I'm, I've been looking through it the whole time you've been talking. Okay. <clears throat> he, gave, he gave it one and a half stars. One and a half stars. And he made three observations about the acting in the movie that he didn't really like. Um, the first one was that he was saying that some of the actors just, like, um, behave weirdly without, like, any reason. Like, the snowplow man is just crazy for no reason. But, like, also, who cares? He's just a crazy snowplow man. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need to have a fucking backstory. Um, and then, like, observation two. And it's about Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, basically. <laughs> just that's it. Just Chevy Chase is um and then um He liked Chevy Chase. Three. He likes Chevy Chase though. Did it it says at least he knows how to deliver a laugh when he's given um after the screening of Snow Day, I overheard another critic say she couldn't believe she wished there had been more Chevy Chase in the movie, and I knew how she felt. Oh, well, yeah, basically the opposite of you. You were like, get his ass out of here. <laughs> not even, if it was anybody, it's not just because it's him. Like, I feel like if I don't give a shit about the dad. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? That's not important. Yeah, who cares? And I'm trying to think of this, this is Observation 3. He's talking I about Pam Greer. Uh, is doing that the mom? such a lousy role. Yeah. What a was she, like, well-known? Yeah, she was in Jackie Brown and Jawbreaker. Jackie Brown's a really, really famous movie. Um, that, like, I've said I haven't seen it, and people are like, why? <laughs> it's like one of those, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
what a thoughtless place is Hollywood and what talent it must feel free to waste. Okay. As in Chevy Chase, the mom and dad. I mean, can I make that check? It's a kid's movie. It's just a kid's movie, dude. Also, Chevy Chase has not been in that many good movies, so I don't know what he's talking about. Well, he does say that in the thing. He says Chevy Chase has been uh, more than his share of bad movies, but he still thinks he's funny. Like, I'm pretty sure his biggest movie was The Christmas Vacation. Oh, 100%. In 89. Yeah. Like, he kind of just, like, fe- he was in Zoom. I forgot he, he was fell in off. Zoom. And then he was in Community. He, well, he was still doing movies. He didn't stop doing movies. Yeah, but he was he was never, like, as big again. He was in Zoom, which is, okay. He, Have you seen Zoom? The music. Uh, I've seen the TV show Zoom that was on PBS. Oh, no, this is with Tim Allen. It's a superhero movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but no, I've not seen it. He was Hot Tub Time Machine. I liked his role in Hot Tub Time Machine, though. I did like that He role. was in that movie? Yeah, he was, the, he was basically God in that movie. Wait, really? Have you not seen Hot Tub Time Machine? I have, but the, I don't the repair really man? remember that. The Repairman? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't he remember fixes that. the time machine? He's basically a god. Like he's like, that's why the time machine's a time machine is because of him. Nice. Uh, not another, not another movie. Before I sleep, love sick. Hot tub time machine two. <clears throat> His last movie was Glisten and the Merry Mission. He was Santa Claus. <laughs> mm. Zombie Town. I know Zombie Land, dude. Zombie Land's so good. I but we both seen it, so we can't review it. But damn, so good. Have you seen the second one? No, <gasps> actually, I haven't. Okay, I haven't seen it either. So that means one of us could watch it, and then we could be like, "Oh my god, we could do that." <laughs> Tom Cruise is in it. <laughs> nice. Well, that's that. Um, I guess we gotta th- we're gonna thank these dang patrons. Let's thank, let's give a sweet little thanks to Nacho Lady, Facts for Facts, and Natalie. I would do that too, but I can't because my voice is fucked up right now. That's okay. I can't go high pitched. You did it for me. I don't like it when I can't go high pitched. You did it for me when I couldn't, remember? Natalie. We're each other's support. We're partners. Mm. We're. we're, we're... Mm-hmm. We're friends. We hold hands and we poop on the toilet together. <laughs> just no, just no we response build our to it. It's side by side. <laughs> I actually, if you go outside your house, I um, actually shoveled your favorite animal in the snow. Ah, um, which which is a spider monkey. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Definitely. What's your favorite animal? We've never talked about that, I guess. Mine's mine is the mine is the uh they're called fancy rats. They're like the domesticated pet rats. Fancy rats? Yeah, they're called fancy rats. That's their Aren't they just rats? Uh no, they're like 
they're like bred to like be, sewer rats, but then there's they're like, they're bred to be domesticated rats. Like they're like different colors, and they're not like the gray or brown classic rat. Yeah, like white ones and stuff. Yeah, white ones, brown ones, speckled ones. I heard also, they make really good pets. Honestly, I had yeah, I had eight of them. They're really good pets. If you didn't, if they weren't, they're just high maintenance. You gotta clean. So you had eight of them. Yeah, me and my partner had eight of them. Damn. Well, you, you you should never just get one. So you always want to get two because they're like social animals. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So like we would get two at a time, and then it just. <laughs> yeah, I would say is when I was a kid, my favorite animal was always a cheetah. Because yeah. I liked to run real fast. Yeah. And now one of my favorite animals is the peregrine falcon. Yeah. See, I never would have got that. <laughs> Is there so? Do you know about those? Peregrine. Oh, they're so fucking fat. Oh yeah, I've seen these guys. Hell yeah, I know this guy. I didn't know that. Bro, they go fucking two hundred forty miles an hour, dude. (sighs) They fucking go way up in the sky and dive down like a cannonball and just fucking punch shit. Yeah, they have fists. Yeah, they punch their whole body into other animals to knock them out, and then they eat them. Well, that well, that's what I'm gonna say to our patrons. Then I want you guys to like let us know what your favorite animal is, and I want you to tell us, and I want you to read your favorite animal's wiki. That is what I just to just to really bask in in your in your enjoyment of them. I will draw it in the snow like they did in Snow Day. Yes, we appreciate and value you. Thank you so much. If you want to follow us on Twitter, rats, so you finally watched. If you want to join our Patreon, there's two tiers. The $2.50 tier gets you access to our Discord and monthly updates of the show. If you do the $5 tier, which I suggest, you get ad-free episodes, monthly updates, behind-the-scenes content, uh, access to our exclusive Patreon podcast, Flight School, where Matthew and I review a pilot of a TV show voted on by our patrons. Uh, Yeah, go do that. Uh, what's our next movie, Matthew? Our next movie is starring Bill Murray, Scrooged. Hell yeah, it's our last holiday movie. Which, uh, if you've never seen it, it's basically a Christmas carol, but with Bill Murray, and it's kind of dark. So Garfield's dark there. Humor, yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, Garfield, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, how do we normally end this? You're not alone, baby. Can't wait to meet you. Now join the animatronic family. We're open real soon. Best to hold on to sanity. I get my nightmare. Oh, dude, he's fucking dying, dude. I gotta piss. I'm gonna go piss while this is happening.